as you know, my toddler is absolutely unhinged. Feral. And she loves beautiful. Beautifully feral. So sweet. So primal. And terrifying. <laughs> so terrifying. And she currently loves to be outside. Yeah. And she lives in New England. She doesn't really know a lot about where she lives yet. She you doesn't can need tell. to know. You yeah. can tell by the way she licks the stairs. <laughs> but <laughs> Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. Honestly, I'm going to get right into it. Okay. We're having a little mental health breakdown today. We're going to break it down. I feel like when it comes to the fall and the winter, there's just this notable change in my brain that it's just like there's a lot of highs and lows. Like I feel like there's a lot of big moments like Christmas, Thanksgiving. Like there's these big gatherings and these, I don't know, just these very big distractions. Yeah, and then it's November. And then it's just cold and lonely. Yeah, like November is cold and lonely. Yeah. Like October, you're like, let me pick a pumpkin. And then they're like, here's your whole family in one day. Yeah. And then you're by yourself again. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're spent. And then it's Christmas. (laughs) Santa's coming. It's Hanukkah. You know, the holiday armadillo's knocking at your door. It's a real gaslight. It's just like a lot. (laughs) And I feel like mentally i've also been very up and down lately oh, yeah like with this with the seasons i've been new england like and the thing about me and my sense of humor is that when i am sad yeah i'm my funniest it's like a <laughs> it's a heavy cross to bear because sometimes <laughs> like when i'm with my family specifically i feel like i'm my funniest when i'm with like when I'm a child, like when I'm with my mommy and daddy and I can make them laugh and my sisters, you yeah, know, like, and I'm a kid, in. I'm a show monkey, I'm the middle child and I'll do a little dance. But when I'm like my most self-deprecating, like it's when I get the most chuckles, you know, <laughs> always, always. So whatever that is. Um, but I so so kind of what got me into a bit of a funk Um is this last week, Lukey had like a kind of medical situation going on. And whenever it comes to Lukey and being sick or needing medications, I have a lot of anxiety. Um, I had a traumatic event with him two years ago, and it was related to being misdiagnosed and having him wind up hospitalized and needing multiple procedures done and it has taken a toll on me and I think like I didn't realize how much of a toll it had taken on me until I was back in a hospital with him Mm -hmm. trying to find out an answer to something and like having to speak for him and having to be confident enough in myself that I know what he needs to like speak for him and to be his only voice. Yeah, and as a nurse that works in a setting that I sometimes am the medical the professional person I'm talking to giving the the child medication. Yeah. Like I see that so often that people are like 
it, giving your child medication is hard. Yeah. But when they're not feeling well or they're waking up from surgery or they're just sick, like it just makes it an extra level of difficult. 100%. And I feel as though I, I feel for you because my kids, knock on wood so far, they both love carrying around that Tylenol syringe. Yeah. It's their favorite accessory. Yeah. So I cannot. Nora's like, can you get that one? And I'm like, whatever. Yeah, sure. I cannot directly relate, but I can empathize with like the, I see like the desperation in some parents' eyes that they're like, I don't know how we're going to get them to take it. Yeah. I'm like, well, we'll, we'll try to figure it out. And sometimes you do. And sometimes you're like, how much of that dose did they actually get? That's what's been hard for me. So when Lukey had the traumatic situation happen a couple, it'll be two years ago actually this month. So it's like all just very, it's giving deja vu. You yeah. know, it's different situations, but I'm just having these similar bodily response to all of it. Oh, yeah. Of like, if I mess up, like I could be hurting him. And it's a lot of freaking pressure on me to be that voice and so I was having like an emotional response to it and so when we had that situation Lukey we had some of the best nurses that I've ever been around trying to give every trick in the book to give Lukey his oral medications and like first honestly of all, the best I said one. some I said some <laughs> of the best you know you're my number one all right and then on. it was the Boston children's nurses Fine. Lauren and then all of them Fair. <laughs> and they did everything you know we were creative it wasn't happening so when I took Lukey for this most recent thing he needs medication so already I'm having anxiety because I'm like how the fuck am I going to get him to take this? He is so intuitive. He can smell the dash of a medication from a mile away. Like no matter how much Boston cream you put on it, he will sniff it out. And so when they started talking about like, you know, unfortunately, oral's going to be the only option. I was just like, went into straight panic mode inside. But like, I'm just like, acting completely normal outside because I'm in the public and people are looking at me. So I have to be like, yeah, I've got this. But like, you don't know if you've got this. Yeah. And that's like a thing that I think parents and probably adults and humans feel all the time where you're just like, you're like saying to other people that you've got this, but you're like, I don't even know that I've got this, but I have no choice but to have it. If you've had a small child. I'm faking it all of the time. A pandemic and a Tylenol shortage. You just you just tell yourself that you'll figure it out because you have before. Yeah, you keep figuring it out. But it's hard. Like, and I will say, like, we got the medication and it was not good the first few times. And we found out the only way we're going to get this kid to take it is by giving him two Boston cream donuts a day. And if you want to come for me on <laughs> how I... Just know that there's no other way. It's not a cardiac diet. It's, it's not. It's not <laughs> up for debate. And it is the only way. And if that's what it takes to get him an antibiotic, then so be it. So we're just kind of getting by. But I did feel a heavy, a heaviness afterwards, residually, just like a that kind of felt familiar feeling. And I yeah. think that's something that I kind of have to work through. Um accepting as a mom that like I will always bear a bigger and all parents do bear a big responsibility and advocating for their kids but there's an extra level that's 
there's an extra layer that's added when your kid is nonverbal or preverbal or has limited communication. You just uh, there's a lot of a lot of weight on you to make a lot of right decisions and to know your kid well enough and to trust yourself that you know them well enough to not question your every single move. Yeah, you're trying to advocate so hard and you yeah. just don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. I get that. I so, completely get that. Yeah. Um, As you know, my toddler is absolutely unhinged. Feral. And she loves- Beautiful. Beautifully feral. So sweet. So primal. And terrifying. <laughs> so terrifying. And she currently loves to be outside. Yeah. And she lives in New England. She doesn't really know a lot about where she lives yet. She you doesn't can need tell. to know. You yeah. can tell by the way she licks the stairs. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she lives in New England. And I'm yeah. trying to transition her like indoors. I'm trying to make her an indoor <laughs> animal. <laughs> You're like slowly domesticating your And it is like breaking down my soul because yeah. this tiny woman and she is like she truly like she's <laughs> of the land. She's of the land. She's yeah. of the earth. Yeah. If elemental. She's Claude. <laughs> she's a Claude baby. A hundred percent. So she gets she gets to the window and she's like, Mama, we out. And like she looks at me like with these like this furrowed brow. We out. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we know outs. Yeah, no, we out. And this is like our own like language that we speak. Yeah. And then she's like, and then she does this thing where she goes, she puts her little hand to her chin and she goes, what's that sound? <laughs> and I don't hear anything. And I go, I don't know. And she goes, it's a bird. <laughs> And I know that what she's asking for is to go, to go outside. outside and hear the birds. And but like, how creative. What a poet. Be one with the land. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, honey, you don't even know about seasonal yeah. depression yet. Those birds are leaving. You're so young. You're so full of hope. Yeah. yeah. Those geese are getting out of here. You don't even know. So, yeah. So it's just like it's a really it's a cute little thing that's getting me through the idea of being locked in my house for yeah. like months is that me and her will stand at the window and like fog it up and be like, yeah. yes. Tweet, tweet. And then my other child like has on noise canceling headphones and is yeah. just like talking about like pixels and and code and I'm like I don't know I I'm like the and and I realize that I see myself in my younger daughter so much yes because it's funny you know you say oh like it's two people that made two people and yeah well, how are they so different like because it was two different people very different and then I realized that me and my like what I call my Donnie, because yeah. she is, like, I am her fellow Donnie, because I'm like, I want to feel the leaves, too. Yeah. So I'm kind of coping with coming indoors and being kind of cozier in yeah. a less voluntary manner. Trying to romanticize what you have to do. Yeah. And you know what I... <laughs> You know, you know what I have to do? I have to do that scene in Cinderella where everything just picks itself up and yeah. like cleans itself. Yeah. Because I have to clean the things in this cozy environment that I have to make for my brain. Because yes. that's one thing about me. Like my brain, you can always tell how I'm doing by like my plants and the amount of clutter piles. And you saw yes. the clutter piles. Yes. Which is They're why there. it's why we have similar low-key plan no plans for this weekend and i think these are important yeah and to have cinderella's birds are not coming no maybe and we're a gonna dumpster. go through our shit and, and sometimes like 
I don't know. I feel the same way that like my surroundings is definitely a reflection of my mental state. So like Luke and I both, we were just saying before I came here tonight, we were like, this weekend, you want to just like throw a bunch of shit away? And I'm like, hell yeah. Like, let's throw some things away. I think it would feel good. I think it's going to feel really good. Everything feels really heavy right now, but I think it's because there was just such a quick transition from like... I was wearing shorts last weekend. Took my breath away tonight. It is taking winter. my breath away. It is winter. <laughs> like, let it go, Elsa. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's it's definitely gonna be a time that I'm probably gonna be moody for a while. Yeah. I have a trip coming up. I have my cousin's wedding. Yes. And for me, I'm trying to improve the environment that I'm in. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I wanna talk about like what shit I'm feeling but I feel as though if you talk to anyone they're like oh no I'm like I'm fried like I don't know I don't know what's going on I'm so out of touch. It's hard to even describe (laughs) yeah I'm like I'm gonna go to five below and buy a disco ball just to feel something I was just saying like sometimes (laughs) I feel like I have so many things to say like to Luke even at the end of the day but like don't even have it in me to make the words come out of my mouth yeah so instead you're just like yeah so instead you're just like chasing like the next little thing so for me that's like cleaning cleaning the environment that I'm in so that it feels less like a dungeon like the walls aren't closing in on me yes and then I have a trip coming up so that's always like a little mental reward like in three weeks my cousin's getting married in Nashville and I'll be there yes and I won't be here I think in a robe. I think that's important, honestly, like in life, especially in the times where you're feeling like you're in a funk is you have to find things to look forward to. Yeah. And like they can be little things. They can be trips. They can be just making plans with a friend. But you have to have things to look forward to to like help pull you through these muddy times. Yes. And a, a thing that I work on constantly because I wouldn't say I'm good at it but I just keep trying at it is like not getting so caught up in what like absolutely planning a little reward for yourself looking forward to something like if you're not looking forward to something like you know that is very bleak yeah so but with that you also can't be like chasing the next bit of happiness like you have to find happiness where you are, as Moana's dad said. Within the day-to-day. So I feel like... Right where you are. Cleaning up the clutter piles, although that is not how I want to spend, like, my half Saturday off. No, it doesn't sound fun, but, like, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel better. Yeah. So I'm trying to play this trick on my brain where I'm like, brain... We've been together. You're going to love this. We've been together for a while now. Yeah. And I see And we're going to be together for, it looks like, the rest of this. I've seen this storyline before, and it's going nowhere good. No. You're going to end up with bangs, and you're going to be crying, and yeah. it's going to be bad. So, yeah. like, instead of doing that, why don't we try to be a little proactive? Yeah. So, as I fill, like, a thousand internet carts yeah. of could various be's. sketchy websites. Should be's, maybe's. <laughs> I'm also trying to remember the, like, look around take a deep breath, like, you are happy. Like, I keep seeing the little memes because I do see a lot of, like, encouraging memes Mm -hmm. on, like, you know, like, fall-colored backgrounds. You see them. Yeah, of course. So I see a lot of those that are, like, live, laugh, fall. Yeah. You know, but there's always the ones that are, like, you 
five years ago wanted to be you right now. And that's so And it's corny true. and true. It's corny as shit. It's live, laugh, love, but it's, it's, but it's absolutely real. true. And I, that's something that I like get on myself about a lot, like a lot, honestly. I feel like I am, we've said this time and time again, but I am retroactively so hard on who I was throughout the day. I'm like, I wasted the time doing this. I should have been doing that. Like I could have been more present here, but like, I think that's just something like with those, again, the expectations that we put on ourselves that like aren't attainable and aren't necessary. But like when the weather gets colder and you're doing less little outings and you're stuck inside that same house again, it's hard to like be the Miss Rachel of your living room and to like do something creative. So it's just like this time of year gets tough. Yes. And then while you're internally feeling all of that, this time of year gets busy, which is like, this is your like in advance reminder that you don't have to do every trendy fucking thing that the internet tells Can't you do to it. do. You can't. No. You can't. It's too much. Public school germs wouldn't allow for it either anyways. Yeah. You don't have the sponsors that no. that girl that made like an igloo out of fucking, I don't even know what. Yeah, she 3D something. printed an igloo. Yeah. Her dad did. <laughs> yeah, and now her kids all look cute inside of it. Yeah. And like, you know, she has the right filter, so the snow looks a little blue, and yeah. it's, it's very trendy. Like, you don't have to be her. No. You can just... To live like a full enough life. E- exactly. Like, it's you just can hard. be home, and you can make a 500-piece puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> <And you> can... <laughs> Yeah. I'm endorsing those now. You can have a movie day. You can have a movie and day. And make popcorn and order pizza and never get out of your pajamas. Yeah, it's it doesn't you don't have to present what you're seeing, what you're being fed. So I feel like like knowing that you're not playing that mental game for me anyway yeah. is like a, a first step in like, okay, I'm gonna just enjoy this season. I'm not just gonna try to like keep up to the next thing. Yeah. It's like you have to like trick your brain into knowing that like you can control how you feel about this moment. Like you can sit in this living room and be like sad and bummed and kind of like scrolling on your phone or you can get out of it and make it a fun situation and it's just like you have to just take control of the moment. But it's hard. Oh, absolutely. It's hard. I don't always. No, no. I'm not speaking from experience no. or like what hope? I will, what my behavior will be. I'm speaking for be. the hopes of my futures. Yeah, I'm speaking to future us hoping yeah. that this is the outcome. I'm manifesting this for us. I agree. But I even, I even feel as though that, I mean, I love the events page of like a local um, website or so like, optimistic or a Facebook you're like interested I'm interested so in interested so much yeah but guess what like I meant I'm mentally interested in almost nothing right now so I'm like how how many times <laughs> can I drink hot chocolate with Santa with my children how like, many times and feel so hollow yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> the math ain't mathin'. I only have hot chocolate yeah, in my soul exactly so I feel as though this year, I'm going to try to focus back in as I already start feeling like really heavy feelings. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just try to focus back in and think like, how can I just like simplify this? Like, how can we get like the like just simple, straightforward version of what we need? Yeah. You know, be safe, be happy, be like and just be present. 
Yeah, it's like a constant reminding, grounding thing that I need to be conscious about because I have such a hard time with getting out of my head once I do get into a negative space. And I think I'm com- trying to come out of that negative space right mm-hmm. now. Um, like, I'll just be super transparent. So I, when I got back, so, you know, I had to try to keep it together at the hospital, at the hospital because I'm responsible for Lukey's well-being. So adrenaline kicks in, mm-hmm. you know. My mom came and she was there supporting me because I'm her kid and that's like just a cool ass mom thing to do. So she came because I was not okay. I was acting okay for the doctors, but I was not okay. So she was there for me. I was there for Lukey. The second I got home because Luke was home because someone has to be with our other kid. Mm -hmm. You know, they have to have a day too. So (laughs) they have to have supervision. Yeah. And parents have to make sacrifices and you have to take turns doing the shitty thing, you know, and nobody wants to spend the beautiful day in October in the hospital. But I also felt like I had to like I needed to be there and to be his voice. But when I came home and I had dad there now his dad to take over that thing that I've been carrying my own I broke down like it was like that like tough exterior that I had had up to like be the mom that needed to advocate for her kid was also the mom that was like hysterically crying the second she pulled into the driveway because she thought that she could get him french fries on the way home and it was going to make him feel better and this day was going to be a little better but he's (laughs) screaming and he hates the french fries and they were too hot so now he'll never forgive you and I just got home and I like lost I like I just completely broke down to the point where I pretty sure I then so I get out of the car I'm crying I drop my keys I go to find my keys but it's dark out because it gets dark at like noon now apparently yeah and when you're sad you just start to when you just you start, start dropping fumble, things you just can't get out of so it. I'm letting down everything's falling out of my face the keys fall out of my hand so I flash a light on the ground to find my keys And I think there was, like, a leaf under my car. But in my, like, (laughs) very amped-up brain, I... I ran over my chicken and I start just having a full panic attack. Like, I'm like, Luke, I can't do this. I ran over a chicken. And he's like, first of all, there's no chicken under your car. Go take a breath. Go inside. Like, take a hot shower. Breathe and like relax because I think like we just have to be honest about the fact that like we all just have these crazy low low points because the thing that makes low points so powerful is that they make you feel isolated but when you feel isolated you are not the only person feeling that low like we are all experiencing different kinds of those lows yeah if you're somebody that has good boundaries good for you yeah um this isn't for you right now no (laughs) um but if you aren't then you know that sometimes you tend to like microdose your sass at people yeah and then (laughs) when it comes out but then you never really take a minute for yourself yes because you're just kind of like oh yeah micro yeah (laughs) yeah but then when you do kind of finally explode probably on the (laughs) wrong person it's probably the wrong person Luke. it probably wasn't you probably wasn't your fault even (laughs) it wasn't your fault team kenny but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but 
can't just be team Kenny. It was absolutely Kenny's fault. But if it wasn't his fault, <laughs> we're always you know, gonna we're always gonna, gonna root for each other's side. Them, though, yes. But then when you have that moment to explode, that's when you isolate yourself, and that's when you actually get to be reflective. And that's yeah. why I'm that's why I'm pointing my fingers at the people with boundaries because yeah. they probably just reflect in like a normal. <laughs> small amount way yeah you know where they don't have to explode couldn't be me couldn't be me you know i'm just gonna be snarky until yeah. i can't until, stand it yeah <laughs> until i am mount vesuvius like it is just it is just that way sometimes but it's been it's been a lot of ups and downs oh yeah and one thing about ups and downs with me is that um i love a dramatic haircut <laughs> yeah so if you um, haven't gotten really sad and cut your hair we're not the same no and if you don't know a little backstory about me i'm also a hairdresser barbie i don't know if i've mentioned that yes a licensed hairdresser yes. barbie and so, one dream house that is your life your so, hairdresser barbie. i don't go to it often but no. when i do so <laughs> a rite of passage for me when the seasons get me a little funky and i'm feeling like i don't know is that i'm gonna like do something drastic with my hair as you should but halt my six-year-old has never seen me with long hair, allegedly. I think I had long hair when she was first born, but she doesn't remember that. Not to her recollection. So she's only yeah. seen pictures of me with long hair, so she really wants me to have long hair, so I'm working on it. Yeah. My hair is the longest it's been in a yeah. long time. So she got the dramatic haircut instead, and it Ooh. felt like a rite of passage. It like, very much was. She was like... So first she was like, I want to put the pink color in my hair because we do like a semi-permanent yes. thing once We've in a while. heard about it. Yeah, like 40 washes. It's yeah. really like three washes because yeah. what is in this water? Right. Strips <laughs> any color out. It is bleach. We're all just like, that was fast. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Your hair was pink for one day. Yeah. Hmm. So, and you have to shower them a lot. So yeah. they wash their hair too much. Are, yes. Um. So... We did the hair color, but then she was like, I want a haircut. And I was like, honestly... This is an impulsive decision. I love it. Yeah. So she was like, I want bangs. Yeah. And I was like, and I just made a face to her and I was like, Lennon, I got to tell you one thing about bangs. Yeah. There's no coming back from bangs. Nope. Like when you decide, like, and I felt like this was our first, one of our, not one of our first, but like it one of our big conversations. Coming of age. Because yeah. we've all been there where we're like a curtain bang. I saw it. Heidi Klum did it. <laughs> How many times? Ha if you haven't searched curtain bang, like we In all the last done 48 it. hours, yeah. then you're probably mentally stable. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she's sick. So she would just have this vision of straight across bangs. Well, she looks cute as a button with that. So cute. And, and I oh. was skeptical because I was like, there's no coming back from them. That yes. was my that was my quote to her. And she yeah. was like, I know that, mom. Everybody knows that. And she's that. very serious with her responses. So you know she meant that. And she did already know it. So how dare you think she didn't? Yeah. And then I cut them like, so you know, when you're cutting bangs, you usually do this like really like you round up no no what? no no you round down uh, well wouldn't you want to go longer just oh yeah so, you so can... you're saying you round up with length with length okay yes. yeah. i was saying you round no. down, like, <laughs> like curl them upwards i thought you were going full girl interrupted stop it oh my god so, no so you yeah you round up in length yes and yes. you want to so she's like mom don't be ridiculous that will be over my eyes and i was like <laughs> Honestly, you were like, I just I need like, you to take this one step at a time with me. I was me. like, I'm going to give you another pearl of wisdom about bangs. Yeah. You dry the bangs at this point because you do not want to cut the bangs wet. Yeah. Because once you dry them, 
it's a whole different look. That's a curly girly right there. She's got yes. some curls. So then we went over the whole history of curly bangs. Yeah. Because I said that's a whole thing all in itself. Yes. So we tried that. She tried straight bangs. But she looks really cute. She looks so cute. And, and honestly, she, it, it put a pep in her step. So. I love those kinds of things. And it was really cute because obviously Lauren sent me like a picture of London's haircut because I'm like, send me it the minute it's done. So I show it to Nora when she gets home from school. And you could tell like... It's cute because when you're that age, like that's your best friend. And when a best friend does something cool and new, then you want to do something cool and new. And you knew that Nora loved it because the second she saw it, she was so inspired. She goes, mom, I think I want bangs. I was like, let's pump the brakes because this mom can't cut bangs, first of all. (laughs) So like, don't even tempt me with this impulsive decision. But it was just very sweet because I could tell that she was like loving the new look for Len. Yeah, and she's been having like a rocky time. So for her to get feedback like that from her friends. It's just a boost. um, When she went into school today, like all of the teachers and ancillary staff that are at the door were like, ooh, Len. I love that. She was like, you know, doing her little shit. Pop, and um, honestly, I just feel as though she needed this little boost, yes. and it it really does do something for a person that, mm-hmm. like, when you just want to, you just want to be pre- like, you could tell she's just getting in a rut at school because you're looking out for oh, I don't know, someone else's mental health as well as yours, which is why yours winds up on the back burner a lot as a parent because you're like. Let me just make sure my kids are happy. Oh, yeah. And you're trying to like micromanage their mental health, yeah. but also let them thrive in a way that brings individuality. And however you balance that, yeah, and it's if you probably unhealthy. That, yeah. And if you figured that out, then let us know right in. But yeah, so she wasn't really telling me like a whole lot about school for a little while. And mm-hmm. like, you know, we're just getting like the good. Okay, whatever. But like you sense something's a little off. Yeah. And now she's like this is what this one said and that's what that one said and she was like she was like mom I just wanted I just needed a change I needed a change with my hair and I'm like because they're in funks too so I could tell that it definitely like it uplifted her a little bit in a way that that I think she needed so you know it's not always gonna be like them you know learning to like read a new story sometimes it's gonna be them smiling and walking in with their head head held high with a new head of bangs with a new head of bangs and the way that the kids react is really funny because they're just like wow you have bangs they're so little you look so different yeah exactly i I love love it it. and then they like hug her yeah exactly that's like honestly the most truthful response i've ever heard to getting bangs but like i don't know i feel like so we were just not recommended for adults no no do it to your six-year-olds do it to your six-year-olds but um I was thinking like when it comes to reframing your state of mind on things, I feel like getting ready for school can be a really stressful situation. You know, it can feel rushed sometimes. Someone's not eating their breakfast. There's no time that's early enough to wake There's up no time for it to enough. go well. <laughs> but there are parts of the morning that I've decided to pick and enjoy. And they're good for me. Like, they're good for both of us. Like, for instance, so now every morning when it comes to, like, doing Nora's hair, we make that a fun moment. We make that a, like, what's the style going to be today? Like, how do you want your hair to look? So instead of it's, like, this dreaded mom's going to brush out my knots and, like, put my hair in a tight ponytail – 
we've made it into like a bit, you I know? I love that. And the other one, which I know you do too, is the ride to school is always going to be like an uplifting moment, even if we've had the most hectic, <laughs> unhinged, feral moments that we'd want no one to hear about. Yeah, you get in and you forget about what just happened and you say, what you are we listening on to? You by Lizzo and you, you are that Barbie. <laughs> and you drive to school because we want to go into school on a high note. We want to start our work days on a high note. We want to do our best to at least try to find like a silver lining in that craziness that is getting places in the morning yeah, with children. and I never want... I never want my six-year-old or, I mean, my one-and-a-half-year-old does not leave to go anywhere by <laughs> no. herself. No. <laughs> if, she, if she had her way, Call she the would. police. <laughs> but um, but um, when, I, when I leave her, like, I want her to leave me knowing, like, that woman loves and supports me. Yes. And one thing that we do is, yes, we do the on-the-way-to-school jam. Yes. Um, and then another thing that we do is we do a handshake. We have a whole handshake that we do. And yes. every day, whether it's raining, snowing, I have the baby with me. I'm on my way to work. I get out. I walk her all the way to the door and we do our handshake. And then we say, you're strong, you're smart, and you're beautiful. And I tell her to have an awesome day and be awesome. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like the consistency in that support is really small, but it's a little ritual that we do and she never lets me forget it. Even if it's a day that's like really nice and we got there early and she's about to run in, she'll come back to do it. And I know yes. that someday I won't be there doing it um, in a way that's so physical because <laughs> I don't think 15-year-old her is going to let me do it. <laughs> I don't, but I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping by then that I've done it enough and I've stayed consistent enough that I've put into her brain to think that for herself and yes. to hold her head high by herself, say that little affirmation to herself. And really, it's my little voice repeating it over and over again for yes. as many years as she'll so that, allow. Absolutely. And I think the thing with that is in those little consistencies of the day that are so little and so fast, they're going to create like a sense of safety and security of just like knowing certain things to be true. And even though they are these small little moments of time, like they are going to stick with them forever. That's why we say them every day. Yeah, we have so many that it teeters on OCD. We're yeah. like, okay. We know mine's OCD. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's what makes it's what makes the day special. I mean, yeah. I in those mundane moments, like yesterday, I cosplayed as a stay-at-home mom. It's my favorite hobby. But it was a day where my school-age child had the day off for no apparent reason other than, like, like so administrative. So I actually have to be, like, a stay-at-home mom? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, to both of them. I just wanted to stay home. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, the little one naps for a couple of hours. Yeah. I catch up on my shows. That's what I'm saying. So... You know, I had to be an entertainer. I had to try to clean. I had to maybe make something for dinner, pretend I was making something for dinner. I Shuffle don't know. around a few times. Yeah, move the laundry around <laughs> in a way that's ominous. Yeah. And as I was doing that... She just writes, Lauren was here in the undusted table. <laughs> Lauren was here. Yeah. As I was doing that, I looked at my children and they were just like tearing other stuff apart and just like really like not playing together but like 
being amongst each other, which yeah. can be beautiful, but can also be like, what the fuck? Like, do something doing? purposeful. Yeah. Like, you guys are just banging a Barbie head on the ground yeah. like, repetitively. <laughs> like, this is not going anywhere. Like, somebody yeah. do something progressive yeah. past that. So, in the moment, I was just getting frustrated with them for no apparent reason. Like, there, I. Like, I signed up to entertain them. Yeah. I, I chose to entertain them. Yeah. So, for their foreseeable futures. So, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, so, as I'm like huffing and puffing over, like, <laughs> nobody cares about my socks, I turn around and I'm like, okay, I can be like aggravated or I could be happy with the fact that I'm home mm-hmm. on a Wednesday, the day after Halloween. Yeah. It's one o'clock. It's a little rainy. And yeah. like, I can just appreciate the fact that I'm with my girls. Yeah. So you know what I did? I turned my like sad November day around mm-hmm. and I put on our little light that some TikToker influenced me to get. You yes. know, the one, the sky lamp or whatever. Everybody's heard of her. It's got like, it's got like the constellations, yeah, but like not a pro- really. A project kind of thing yeah and then it has like a smoky hazy background behind the stars okay so i plugged that in in Does our it spin ho- no it's just like a slow moving it's very tranquil okay i know you've seen it it's it wouldn't like, make me dizzy then no it projects on the ceiling and then it's like a fake star scene and then it's just this slow moving cloudy mm-hmm. haze in the background and it's like a blue green so You'll see it on your TikTok yeah, now. I've it's spoken already, it into your algorithm. Yeah, it's already on my for you You're page. welcome, everyone. Yeah. I'll get no kickback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I put that on in the hallway, and they laid on the ground, and like my little one was just like, stars, stars. And they, they stargazed oh. in the hallway, and I just stopped what I was doing, and I sat – uh, crisscross applesauce and I just looked up there and they just like were pretending to stargaze together in the middle of the day mm-hmm. on a Wednesday and I was like how wonderful is my life that I get to do this you know like, like I took back this day I was like five years ago me would have just loved this or yeah. whatever whatever the Facebook meme it's says true, and it is true and it, it is was true I'm trying to live in those little moments where the bigger picture feels so overwhelming and There's so many tasks and there's so many deadlines and there's so much stuff that's bigger than what you can do. And there's so many like, like, I don't know. Just other things to focus. Galactic issues. Yes, (laughs) I didn't even want to say like national, international, planetary, galactic. That's like the biggest word I know. Zetus Lapidus. Yeah, Zetus Lapidus, <laughs> what she said. But I just feel as though when you're getting so caught up in that and if you are a like tech or social media forward person, then you're bound to get caught up in yeah. it. And we almost forgot to mention that we have a call your mom. We have a call your mom. So we thought, you know, we did that first episode where we wanted to kind of introduce the segment, but we want people to write them in. So I think we'll start sharing some of the topics that we're thinking about doing and like if anybody wants to write in anything that they want our feedback on, I just 
Really love this segment. I love hearing what people want to say and have to say and are going through because it's just those are the things that like bring us the closest together. Yeah. And I'm like, I love to hear what other people, I like to, I love rationale. Yes. <laughs> so I love giving people excuses for why they act the way they do. Yeah. I'm a true anthropologist. <laughs> <laughs> but in the same token, I love to hear about people and what they're thinking and why they're thinking that way and like what their opinion on things are. Like, I love a hot take. You can Me also too. send us your hot takes. Absolutely. You know, if you want to call your moms and be like, hey, what you said about that? No. And what yeah. you said about that? Yes. Then like, I'd love to hear that too. Anything. But when it comes to questions, I love to break down things and and hear my own point of view and then hear someone else's and know that like we're coming from from totally different places but yeah. there's always like that middle ground because one thing about call your moms is that we've said there's really there's no one correct answer no there's a ton of different paths and we just want to share what we would think and just what, our interpretation yeah you know and that's the whole thing with life it's all open to interpretation so we have a submission and um, do you want to read it? Sure. Okay. So we collected a submission from one of our Rudy's and yes. it is when you own run a small business and you never get that true off time or a social media break because your job runs off posting, interacting and social engagement. The struggles that come with that for me are so real of having so many people reaching out to get back to, which is so good. I agree. Yeah. Uh, but bad for finding that time for yourself, your relationship, friendships, and family outside of work is so hard. When I had huge losses in my life, trying to find the time to actually grieve opened my eyes to how much taking time to yourself and your mental health is so important. It truly is so hard finding time for me. <laughs> same girl yeah same the whole i feel every every word of every that. single word when i was reading this i was like yes yep yep and yeah. i love <laughs> that she mentioned that it's your phone like we've come to the point that you no longer like need anything but your phone yes to run a whole business yes but then you're always on your phone. You're so dependent on your phone. <laughs> and then you're like the family member or the one in the relationship that the other person's like, oh, you're on your phone. Trying to have a conversation, but you're like, I just have to make one graphic. Like, Which, I like, just have to write a description. And I we all know to... they also are on their phone. Yeah. But that's a whole nother argument. Yeah, for another day. But for this, I... I mean, I'm the first one. I get some tech burnout. I mean, we'll see how many. Don't even. I'm not going to tell you how many yeah. unread text messages I have. It's too many. I'm not even going to let Stephanie see it from across the table. Because she knows my mental health is already wavering. At stake. <laughs> yeah. So I feel as though I I get that. Like, it is so awesome to be recognized for what you feel passionate about, for what you're working towards, for your work. Yeah. For people to seek you out. Like, for somebody to contact it's validating. you. That used to be such a personal thing. Like, yeah. they used to go on horseback yeah. <laughs> to contact someone. If you it really think about it, right? It was Now like, you can throw it around like confetti. And people want you to throw it right back. Yes. Like, they want an immediate response. Yes. And I just, I say Sometimes this. don't have it in you. 
a lot of the times I don't have it in yeah. me. And you I don't want- have to say how many times. 800. It's <laughs> too many times. It's too many. I need to open but some. But it also- A lot of them are ads. It maybe. also speaks to like how many things are just constantly coming at you. And I think in something like a small business or our podcast, which is a small business in and of itself, it's like- there are a lot of things that go into it outside of just the time that we spend recording and planning and social media and making graphics and writing about our episodes. There are, in just planning all of the things, it takes a lot of time. And you are already given so little time as an adult in this world. We're spending most of our waking hours at a place just to pay us to kind of survive comfortably (laughs) middle class fancy that's the new the new trend that I want to be I want to be middle class fancy and then you have this other chunk of your time as a parent for us devoting yourself to your children then you throw in a side gig your passion the thing that maybe one day you hope can be your whole thing but right now is something that you have to nurture on top of your actual like life and job oh yeah and then throw in thinking about yourself and yeah. having some me time i don't know how you do it yeah and when but it's i relate a, when it's a small business or it's a brainchild or it's something that you've created and it's got your name on it you never really get to shut it down like you no. have to make yourself so available like if you are social media driven there are certain times that you are supposed to post there are algorithm like not cheats, but there are algorithm tips and trends and there are things that you have to follow to be like interactable. There's data on everything out here. They're like, like, it's just And a the lot. data is jarring. They're like, yeah, yeah. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. And you're like, why? And then you're trying, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I'm trying to rationalize it. Yeah. I'm like, maybe that's when people get a coffee break. Yeah, that's when everyone runs to the bathroom in the morning for their first bathroom break of the day. I don't know. <laughs> you're just trying to find a reason. But it really comes down to that. And when you even, work in a small business that maybe is more trade-like or like like I see my dad and my brother running an electrical business yeah. and they have to answer a lot of phone calls you know like yeah. they're always on the phone they're Less not structured so, business hours yeah it's, but it's not so social media but it's still being very available. available and that type of communication whether it be a small business that's yeah. phone based or if even if you have a storefront like you are so available to people that's you're always thing, putting on a certain face you can't be endlessly available when you only have a finite amount of availability and like I feel like that's like a trait as like someone who tries to be a people pleaser which I feel like I am slowly phasing out of because I simply just do not have it in me anymore to be a people pleaser as much as I used to I think that's something heavy. Yeah, but it's hard because when you want to people please, you want to say yes to people. You want to make people feel good. You want to help people out when they need it. But like, like they're saying in this message, you only have so much availability in your day. Yes. You know, so you have to pick and choose. You got to be choosy sometimes. Yeah. And I'm a blind optimist with my with my scheduling. Like I feel as though I can do so much. I can do more like I I could probably do more. I don't yeah. know. That's my that's my bumper sticker. Yeah. And Kimmy my Schmidt husband counting to ten. Yeah, you can do anything for ten seconds. Anything. <laughs> I've Try proven it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so my husband is 
so much more clear with his boundaries. He's definitely a people pleaser of types, mm-hmm. but he is introverted enough that he can like make this fine decision of whether or not he wants to do something. Whereas right. I will continue to just say yes to, to things. To overextend yourself. Until I eventually snap. So, <laughs> yeah. Haven't gotten there yet. Just <laughs> Gumby. That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz. So as I, as I see him doing this, his thing to me is that like, he's just like, you don't, like, you don't have to be like, like what's, his tagline is like, you don't have to do that, first of all. Like, you right. don't have to. You don't have. And then he says, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, you're like, don't hit me with that dose of reality. Because I've already created this, like, spiraling of events that's never going to happen. So when they ask that question, they try to bring you back down to reality. And you're like, all right, fine. Yeah, that's probably then, not going to happen. And then he'll literally give me, like, the most blatant, like, that person won't like you. Like, how will that change anything about your life and I'm like I'll overthink it for the next three to four years I don't know Kenny I'm like you're so right and then (laughs) another thing that we that we both try to remind each other is that like you are just the main character and we had this discussion tonight like you are the main character in your own head so things feel bigger to yourself so things feel huge but like what you said to like the accountant in the lunch line. Stop probably, talking about my life. Probably was not like super pivotal for him. Yeah. He probably forgot. 100%. And I feel as though when you kind of make yourself feel like that little, like you're just a little blip on the radar. Take that and I know pressure that off of yourself. I know we've spoken about that before, but it's yeah. coming around to that time that I'm just feeling gotta that way again. Yourself. I've got to like ground myself and be like, you know what? I'm only what I can do. Yeah. And I'm only who I can be. And like, I'm trying to be the best version of her. But like, she can't show up as the best version everywhere. No. She has to be the best version that she wants to be, not that she can be. Of what? Of what she has that day. Yeah. We don't need to test her tolerance. No. Like, we can just see. Everybody knows it's fairly low average (laughs) at best. But yeah, I think that's really good. And boundaries are something that I'm always actively working towards because I hate to let anybody down. But also there are, I would say, so like, for instance, I think part of boundaries is like a level of like, that would be reciprocated to me. And I'm not saying that it always needs to be apple for apple. But like, for instance, yesterday, I went with Lauren out in the public at the nighttime and it was cold and I was already (laughs) in sweatpants and it would have been very, very easy for me to join forces with my couch for the night. It would have been the easiest route. But Lauren is not just some person I found on the side of the road. She is someone who watches my kids when I get bit in the face by a dog. She is someone who I trust with literally everything and so when she's like hey I'm having anxiety about going in this place at night and I'm gonna need you to throw on some high-waisted jeans and a little lip gloss and like come out with me I'm like I'm gonna do it every time (laughs) because like give to people what they give to you I appreciated you so much I was she was like what are you wearing and I was like I'm dressed like a slutty grandma grandma honestly (laughs) I and then I after you said and that, and you were like, "I get the ticket, I get yeah, the vibe." I'm, she needed I'm to done. say nothing else, and I think slutty grandma is like the new aesthetic. 
Like that's the that's the forecast for the life. Like there might be something cute underneath, but you're not going to see it. No, you're I'm only chilly. you're only seeing the strap. Yeah. But but I know it's under there, and that makes me feel good. Yeah, and it leaves almost everything to the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> but I have an imagination, yeah. and and. Because this was like business related focus to the call your mom's question. Yes. I do want to say to not the business owner, but to the consumers, this is to you. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah. Be nice consumers. Because the Rudy that we're speaking of, and I don't know if she gave us permission, she did actually. but she, she gave did. us permission. She did. Perfect. She, <laughs> um, it's Leanne Manning, and she is a listener. Um, and she owns, it's the furry dog mother. I think it's just the furry dog mother, yes. but her Instagram is at it's the furry dog mother. We love her. Um, she's a pet sitter, a dog walker. Um, she is a uh, veterinarian tech. That's her background. Yes. And you know how like I would trust you with my children without batting an eyelash. I don't know that I've ever hung out in person with Leanne, but I will tell you right now, I would not bat an eyelash about letting her watch any single one of my animals and probably do a better job than me at it. Honest, honestly, <laughs> I don't know if she offers like a camp where yeah. she can get <laughs> my dog back into shape, but it would be appreciated. But no, she... You didn't name him Queso because he was an athlete. And she has, like the way she loves her own animals yeah. is inspirational. Yeah, like, she's just a very, a a very best good friend. human and animals need her yeah absolutely um, so with that being said when you are going to someone like that for yeah. uh, for a small business don't you want them to be living a happy cared for life yeah. and be in a good space and not be harassed by your emails or be pushed to limits or be you or know, bark not per se. Or like also, let's also respect that even if you know somebody or are friends with them, that doesn't mean that their business doesn't deserve to be compensated for because they are putting their time and their resources and their energy and who knows what, depending on what they're doing. And like just because you're friends with somebody doesn't mean that you shouldn't pay them for what they're doing. That was a PSA. Support <laughs> small businesses. But yeah, and honestly, and support the people that are that are doing the small businesses. I'm still gonna you know? order on Amazon, but also I, I <laughs> support small business. Well, you know? in this economy, I have to give a little bit to Jeff. He's already taken it. You know, it's it's the yeah. end of the Monopoly game on that one. And yeah. he has all the he has all the red houses. He's but, got boardwalk. But when I can He's support a small place. business, I'm going to. 100%. When they don't answer my Instagram message for a few days, I'm going to remember that they're a person too. And I think Absolutely. That that's the important part. That's so important. Um, and remind yourself that you need to take that step back too. And yes. just like remember those little tiny details that – that are the reason that we're doing all of this. Absolutely. Doing the life thing. Yes, absolutely. Root for each other and root for yourselves. And we're rooting for you. Yes. Thanks for listening to Stay Rooted with your instant mom friends, Stephanie and Lauren. We're hosting the mom support group you'd never attend IRL. Let's DIY our way through parenting and grow together in this wild, wild world. And remember, we're rooting for you. You're already given so little time as an adult in this world. We're spending most of our 
waking hours at a place just to pay us to kind of survive comfortably. <laughs> middle class fancy. That's the new the new trend that I want to be. I want to be middle class fancy. 